0: This Satellite Sisters Talk TV podcast is brought to you by the Satellite Sisters store. Just in time for gift giving season, we have a lot of new items in the store. Where can you find it? At SatelliteSisters.com. Just look for the picture of Julie, Liz, and I and our new Stay Noisy t-shirts. Hey, you know who needs a Stay Noisy t-shirt? Stevie. She does. I'm Madam Secretary. Stay noisy, Stevie. Keep speaking up. There are lots of gifts there now. Gifts for old friends and new friends. Maybe you have exercise pals. Maybe someone you know is becoming a grandmother for the first time. How about the satellite mister in your life? We've got you covered. Visit SatelliteSisters.com and look for shop or visit CafePress.com slash Satellite Sisters. You're listening to Satellite Sisters Talk TV. This is our weekly recap of the CBS drama Madam Secretary. I'm Leanne Dolan in Los Angeles. I'm with my sister Julie Dolan in Dallas, Texas. And Julie, this episode of Madam Secretary was like custom built for Satellite Sisters Talk TV, don't
1: you think? Right. We are able to tap into our all of our areas of expertise, Leanne, writing, uh, Thailand, college admissions. That's pretty much the only things we know, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is. It's absolutely true. Uh, we're going to get into that. I, Leanne, I'm a writer here in Los Angeles as well as a host of Satellite Sisters. And I write a lot of books and I make a lot of outlines and I write speeches. And Julie, you lived in Thailand.
1: Yes, I lived in Thailand, Bangkok, Thailand for five yeah. years. Yes. yes. Uh, Leanne, I have to tell you, this episode totally perplexed me. Uh, we're going to talk about it. But- right. I was in a state of shock watching this episode. I'll just say that. And then
0: there was the whole college admissions storyline. I've been through it. You were in college admissions. I mean, this is a tailor-made episode for us. So uh, right. so we had Thailand, we had college admissions, writing a book, and then we had the old college girlfriend showing up, oh, which oh, everybody yeah. knows. Everybody loves this storyline. I love this storyline.
1: Yes, I did too. I did too.
0: I loved it. I loved it because in no way should Beth have been threatened by this old girlfriend. There is not
1: a single box that she checked that Beth didn't check. So right. I mean, I know there was. It was no competition whatsoever, and that is so satisfying as a wife when you meet an ex-girlfriend and you're like, "Oh, she was no competition." left her in the dirt. Right. It was great. Okay. So the three storylines
0: were Henry goes to Thailand, Bess writes a book and Jason freaks out. So those were our three. So in the first one, Henry goes to Thailand. First of all, we asked for it and we got it. We didn't understand why Henry newly appointed white house ethicist was just sitting around in the oval office (laughs) Like uncalled. a potted
1: plant. <laughs> right.
0: So we we called out last week. We wanted Henry to get out of the Oval and into the globe-trotting world that he used to be in, you know, stopping things and saving things and doing stuff. And this week he was. He was the ethicist on the move. We find out in the opening scene that he's going to a conference in Thailand. He was urged to go there by an ex-girlfriend who is also conveniently a religion scholar. Correct, Joel? Correct.
1: Yes. All right. So here's why this was so perplexing to me, Okay. because they're up there in the bedroom, you know, and you know how cute they are when Bess and Henry are just chit chatting and packing for a trip. Although Henry is a little strange. Did you see he was packing hangers in his suitcase? No, I didn't. What was was that that about Henry? Nobody really? packs. Yeah, he was taking shirts out of his closet, still on the hangers, and loading up the suitcase with them. That. Hmm. Maybe that's that a was, Marines thing. Do you think the I Marines do that? <laughs> I don't know. It looked like everything was getting all crumbled there, but mm-hmm. nonetheless. But then they were talking about the trip to Thailand. Now, let's just consider who's having this dic- discussion. This is the Secretary of State yeah. talking to, again, her totally worldly husband who has lived and traveled all over the place. And she's doing like Thailand tourist stuff 101. Like, you know, you're not supposed to, you know, make any derogatory comments about the royal family. Your head should never be higher than the royal family's head, various things like that. But I mean, That was like so, I mean, it was perplexing because it was so basically. It seems like they should have. You understand that.
0: that. That's for the audience who might not be as aware of the rules of Thailand as the average person.
1: Right, yeah. Well, if you've been listening to Satellite Sisters yes. for the years, you would know, know. some of this basic stuff. Okay. And I found it downright insulting. And just okay. even how she uh she characterized the country of Thailand. Now you know, they've always had a royal family, and the royal family, as you know, Liam, because I have been how hau- I've been hounding pounding us. <laughs> into your head, that they're revered in Thailand. The Thais love the royal family that just holds a very special place. It has been a struggling democracy. They have gone through some difficult times. But I mean, she was characterizing the country in a very flippant fashion, and I didn't care for it at all. (laughs) Okay, so noted, so noted.
0: But again, I think it's important to remember we're Americans. Uh, We're not Thai, and we don't
1: we don't actually
0: believe in monarchy. so it's terrific that the. Thais I know, love but you came. would. I
1: mean, you're the Secretary of State. You're supposed to know that Thailand <laughs> is one of our biggest allies, Leanne, <laughs> and that the special place that the royal royal family um, plays in that in that country. So that's all I'm saying. Okay. I thought I thought they missed the mark on it. The tone was wrong.
0: Well, they were setting they were setting us up for what would later happen. They okay. they had a point of view on the monarchy and they carried it through and they needed to educate their audience, uh, the people who haven't lived in Thailand or feel strongly about the King and I, that, uh, that about what, what happens and what happens there, you know, and freedom of the press is an issue. So, uh,
1: clearly that was on, that was on Mark but everything else missed the mark to me and that it was rare because usually with some of their international storylines, you know, they do seem like they're pretty close to what is actually happening. And in this case, they missed the mark. Okie doke. All
0: right. So noted, Julie. Thank you for your expertise. Well, all we know is Henry's ex-girlfriend is going to be there. Uh, uh-huh. I did like the pre-conference canoodling, though. I thought that was cute between what, best what,
1: I mean, what was that about, Leanne? Once again, I was outraged, okay? <laughs> He is married to the secretary of state. No, no, about- not the girlfriend
0: with Bess in the, ba- in the, in the bedroom. They had a little oh, makeout oh, oh, session.
1: That, oh, that can yeah. like, okay, Liam, that okay. was
0: fun. Yes. Okay. But then, so yes, then he gets to Thailand again. There's no effects of the, it's like 28 hours to Thailand. Is it not? It's a fairly brutal trip, right? He looks fresh as a daisy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, um. They're having dinner and she is chugging down that red wine like nobody's business. I mean, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> that got she's, me. she's going and she's
1: grabbing his hand. Yeah. Still holding hands in the restaurant. Yeah. And I was like, in the age of cell phones, why are you doing that? Yeah. I know Henry was trying to be nice to her because right. she's been through a rough time. She when her marriage had got is broken up. Uh, but still, come yeah. on.
0: Yeah, she definitely. And then he then he then all of a sudden he had some jet lag. Then I, oh, I got to go. I got jet, I, I jet lagged. Good. Yeah. Good. I got jet lag after 25 years of not seeing you. Um, all right. So we're already suspicious of this old girlfriend because of the aggressive hand holding in the restaurant. And then she goes at, presents at this conference that Henry has just decided to fly all the way around the world to. Although he did, thanks to Blake's score an invite to the, to the King's birthday party. So we're going to hear about that. Uh, so It's clear the girlfriend has come there for one point only, and that is to stir up trouble. And she makes an impassioned plea about why do we revere this monarch? He is not a god here on earth, and why can't we just speak our peace about the Thai country and the king? And, you know, Julie, there you saw the Thai people. They were not happy with her point of view. No, I wasn't either. I was
1: like, lock her up. That's what I was yelling at the TV last night. That's nice, Jill.
0: That's good. Again, you are not (laughs) Thai, uh, so... (laughs) So, but they, but doke. they
1: took my advice. They threw her in jail, didn't they, Liam? They threw her and in she jail. Should be. Yeah. That was shocking. That was a shocking speech to me. I've never Not heard really it. though. I mean, again, and yes, really, it was okay. a shocking
0: speech based on what they forced you to do in Thailand. But it wasn't. It was a pretty, I, I you know, it was a pretty benign speech in other parts of the world. Right. We should we we shouldn't be forced to worship our monarch like a god. I was all right Uh, carry on carry on okay so uh so she is arrested and henry uses his one like get out of jail free card with the king king of thailand
1: okay i was yeah again that was yeah shocked and perplexed right he was so darn pushy with the king right he's just supposed to be he's lucky to be in that room right and he you know he was supposed to just wish the king a happy birthday right? right he's And, but he just, he wouldn't stop, right? So Uh, I, you know, I blame squarely the old
0: girlfriend because she clearly set him up. She made a big deal that he came over there to the conference. She knew what she was going to say. She didn't give him a heads up. And she also knows, oh, he's conveniently married to the secretary of state. So I think that whole like, oh, why did you get me out of jail? I wanted to stay here and prove a point because nobody loves Thai prisons more than me (laughs) because I mean, who in the world doesn't know Thai prisons are like the worst? Right. What the heck? So she suckers Henry in. He uses the get out of jail free card and then she doesn't want to get out of jail. I mean, come on. I'm done with her. I'm done with the girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so we get back to the Oval Office. Now what are we going to do? And there's on Virginia, as we know. She's
1: back. She's back in the She's Oval. Out of the National Security Council. <laughs> A woman who looks remarkably like our Aunt Virginia. Yes. Yes.
0: And I have to ask the question, like, if you're the White House ethicist, is it good for your job to be getting arrested in a foreign country? I know. I know. Right? Isn't that kind of a resume
1: deal breaker if you're an ethicist, wrongly or rightly? You know, I mean, he was causing trouble. Of course, he's arrested because he gets the pardon. We, you failed to mention that the king has died. Then yes. Died, I'm Lane. sorry. Yes. yes. Okay. I, I skipped it. When the king the died, Lane, the whole country went in mourning yeah. for over a year and everyone in the country wore black clothing for over a year. When you live there, that actually happened? No, no. After we the king oh. just died a couple of years ago, oh. Leon, and that's I what I happened. don't track the royal family as close as you do. <laughs> just. Okay, but um there would never be an <laughs> uprising when the king died. Okay, that's all again, missed the mark. Okay. okay. All right.
0: Uh so uh so anyway, long story short, they both get arrested and then they both get miraculously freed. I so um I don't even know how she got out. And of course, Henry sees terrible things in the prison, but he just, he keeps his head down and he gets out of there. And there's a tearful, you know, reunion scene at Andrew's Air Force Base between the ex-girlfriend and her kids. And, you know, I feel, I think Bess in that scene thinks I'm doing pretty well. I really, yes. she, I won. I think I, she I won. won. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: Quietly she just was she looked very confident of her role uh in that in that hangar, airport hangar. Yes. Yeah.
0: So I had a similar experience at my college reunion recently where I just felt like looking at my old college boyfriend and my husband, I felt like I won. I <laughs> i felt like i won so i totally understood how best felt she may be the secretary of state but i i feel like i won so uh so that that was that tie storyline but it did make me laugh because it's such a as soon as the show started i was like holy cow it's about the king and julie's gonna lecture us on how you're not allowed to make king of i joke king King and i jokes so
1: okay all right You, you right won't be it. invited to the, you won't be invited to the kingdom, okay. but I'm going back. Yeah. Okay. I'm just not a fan of monarchies.
0: Um, except, Man, except I, I Meghan understand, Markle. But you
1: have to understand different cultures that r- mm. run a little differently. Yeah. Okay. You just have to respect that. That's all. Okay. There was no respect in the script. Okay. Carry on. <laughs> all right. Storyline
0: two, Bess writes a book. Okay. Mike B. We know he's back in action. Bess is secret. She's running for president. The word is not out yet. A political action campaign has formed around Run Best Run. Uh, Mike B. could not be more excited. I just love their scenes together. They just have a great dynamic. And Mike's like, okay, you got to write a book, which is true. Like that is absolutely in the playbook of I'm a candidate for political office. Uh, Write a book and then go out on a fake book tour, which is actually the beginning of your campaign. So that's what Mike is suggesting. He has a ghostwriter for her. Uh, this episode was called The Ghost, right, Julie? Yes. That's mm-hmm. from that? Yeah. Uh, so he has a ghostwriter for her who is supposed to be a, a scriptwriter for the mayor of Denver, a very progressive candidate. And I think this is, a, I'm excited about this storyline because uh, I think it's a great setup. I think we're going to learn a lot about Elizabeth's background. I was like, oh, I this is too. a really good setup. Like, Elizabeth's writing a book, and we're going to be able to dive a little bit deeper into, you know, her background. We we know a little bit about her from certain flashback scenes, and when her brother Eric Stoltz shows up, we know about that uh, in previous episodes. But, you know, this is a good way to sort of tell her backstory, I think, but then it kind of implodes. Um, but I just want to shout out to Matt. Uh, this this scriptwriter, oh, no, spe- yeah, the speech
1: writer, the, speech the in-house writer, yeah. writer for uh, yeah. the State Department. Yeah, yeah, he gets very nervous about all of this because right. he, you know, he see he sees wind of this other writer and he just uh, you know assumes he's going to lose his job.
0: Right, because the rumors are out there that Bess is running. Of course, Blake he can't say anything. No one can officially acknowledges it. I'll acknowledge it. Henry and Elizabeth haven't even told their children yet. So they're trying to keep everything hush-hush. So this ghostwriter coming in and out of the office is problematic. It's also problematic because she wants Elizabeth to dig up some memories of her childhood, about her first act of leadership. And Elizabeth is having a hard time doing that. So we're happy to see that she invites my boyfriend, Eric Stoltz, uh, to have lunch with her. Now, Eric okay. Stoltz is, A, supposed to be her younger brother. So that. Correct. No. Yeah. And then, and then B, like, he, correct me if I'm wrong, Julie. I, I know he's been a globetrotter, but isn't right. he now like a doctor
1: in Virginia? Yes, he is. And he looked he, like he was coming from a MASH unit or something. <laughs> and what was, what was I, up with he, that? He looked like he parachuted into the
0: State Department <laughs> for that lunch. I was like, and what was with his hair, Leanne? Oh, doctors without grooming products. I mean, what? (laughs) I'm just you are just eating as much as they can at that lunch scene. And it was very sibling-like. Do you want this? Do you want this? I'll take this. Okay, yeah. wait. Hold on. Stop talking. I got to take a drink of water. I thought it was funny, but um, it was good to see
1: him. But it was just, I was like, where did he come from for lunch? I don't, I don't know. That was a confusing outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Add on.
0: Okay.
1: So- you know, he reminds her.
0: Don't you remember your first act of leadership was raising me, your younger brother, when our parents were killed in the car accident? And then also, he, he told a funny story about how she got equal playing time or a better practice facility for the lacrosse team because she wanted to be close to the cute lacrosse guys. And he's very excited that she's running for president. So I thought that was a nice moment. Yes, that so, was yeah. Uh, so long story short though, Elizabeth figures out that this ghostwriter really, it's still going to be a lot more work writing this book. She doesn't, which
1: yes, it is. Yeah. It seems like a good deal. Like you say, you know, have two meetings and voila, the book is done. Right. Yeah. I mean, really the, the ghostwriter was like, "Mm, I'm going
0: to take up about 20 minutes of your time totes. And then I'll have a whole book for you. And of course that's not really how books work, even if they're ghostwritten. Uh, but it just made me laugh. And so Elizabeth's like, I don't want to – I told you I didn't want to write the book and now it looks like I'm going to have to write the book. And when she calls Mike B and he responds, oh, is this a booty call? That really (laughs) – really made me laugh. Um, So Elizabeth, she's like, "Mm, I'm not ready to write this book. And then there's a very nice moment with Matt where she tells him how much she appreciates him, that as a speechwriter, he's the best.
1: He really understands her and that if she ever does write a book, Matt will write it. So – I really believed in that moment that she was the leader, that she was like the boss of the State Department. Just the way she delivered her lines and she interacted with Matt. I thought it was very credible. I like that.
0: Yeah, I agree. And he goes, he sort of overreacts and hugs her. And even then she's like, okay, we're at the office, buddy. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so the book is out, but then we we do see an ad appear from this political action campaign uh, run. Best run, it's up online, and the McCord kids see it. See it, so that launches us into the third storyline. Jason freaks out, and as we recall, Jason, who I love because he just I do rem- too, he's so it, much it, of my son.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's so, a great character. I he's well, uh, he saved this ep- episode for me, Liam, because I was <laughs> you're so steamed. I was about so the, worked up over the Thailand yeah. thing. That if it wasn't for Jason, I would have turned it off in protest. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay. okay. Uh, So Jason – as we recall, he is you know the anarchist, uh, the socialist at home, and he wants to fight with the, the power. The perfect SAT scores, yes, sadly. yes, right. he does. He he has perfect SAT scores, but some middling grades. You know, he's one of those classic kids that sort of didn't try that hard. Got a girlfriend, stop studying. Not that I'm familiar with that scenario at all, um, <laughs> sons. Uh, so, but now he has his college counselor, and she. I mean... That's not how college counselors work. They're not out there like brokering deals for you <laughs> and your scholarships. I didn't really understand that scene at all. I mean, I'm willing to cut people slack. I know it's 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 a it's scripted TV, TV show, yeah, right, right. and college is always one of those things. Like it's never the real agony on these shows. Like oh, they either go to uh, everybody gets into Harvard or oh, full scholarship. Like none of those things really happen in real life, and it takes months. <laughs> and even if you apply early action. And you don't get money offered right away. That doesn't happen until your parents fill out their FAFSA. You know what I mean?
1: Like, I mean, it seems right like now. she seemed like a travel agent. She like, did. More like, like, here are your three trips <laughs> that you could exactly. take. Exactly. You could go to Vassar, Northwestern, and can we discuss the name of that third college? What was it, Vanderbilt? Yeah, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Could they not get the rights to say Vanderbilt? What? What was? Why did they change the, the name know. of that one school? I'm
0: sure that's where he's going to end up because that's a fictional school. That would be my guess. And my guess is that they, that's like an exit off the freeway or something. You know, sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes LA writers do that, that you'll hear. Like although Van Nuys nice University. Yeah, I think it's in New York. Oh no, yeah, the, you hear that sometimes, that like writers will. Well, there's one exit I go past and it did used to be the name of a TV show of a TV college in a fictional TV show. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's where they got the name of that school. It'll come to me. But, um, so yeah, he gets, you're right, Julie. She's like a travel agent, like (laughs) putting out these brochures and you have two days to secure your scholarship. You're to book your room. Yes. That's it. Yeah, if you're watching, if you, if you're
1: applying to college, your child, and this, this is not how it works. So that. I know. And I love how Bess and Henry just leave it up, leave it up to Jason to do it, right? Like, it's not like what happens in a normal family where the parents are screaming at the kid, press the button, (laughs) turn it in that form, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay.
0: We're going off to Thailand and whatever. So you just get, yeah, press the button by Thursday. So long story short, then this ad comes out and the kids, the two daughters have a great reaction. I love that scene. Uh, Allison and Stevie are super psyched when they see the ad, but Jason freaks out because all of a sudden in his mind, he's like, oh my God. I'm going to go to college, I'm going to fail, I'm the president's son, then it's going to be a real problem, I'm going to embarrass mom and
1: dad, which I think are all pretty real. Especially, I thought that was nice. Yeah. I mean, I, I felt like that was a real reaction that could happen, definitely. Yes.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think there's a reason why Malia Obama took a gap year. You know, she just didn't really want to be during the election. She didn't really want to be in college while that was all happening. I thought that was really smart. Mm-hmm. And so Jason thinks, I want to take a gap year. And as a parent whose child took a gap year, do it. Best. Don't be afraid. Embrace the gap year. It's a great thing. Would actually I, love, I
1: love Bess's reaction when he told her that he wasn't going to college and that he might just – go work on an avocado farm in, in Israel. Um, and she, she didn't overreact. Yeah. Like she wanted to. She wanted to have the steam come out of her head, but she didn't. She stayed very calm and just kept eating the microwave popcorn and trying to keep talking, just talking it through to see what see what they could do. Yeah. So, uh, in the end though, he, you know,
0: they get to the heart of his problem rather quickly that it's this, he has a nice scene in the kitchen with Stevie and she knows yes. it. She's the one that talks about fear and you're just afraid and, and, you know, who's kidding who this is not really taking a stand. You're just afraid. So she's he, made a hundred
1: bad choices yes. on this show. So right. <laughs> she's really an expert on that. Well, she
0: said, she goes, it's because I dropped out that I'm telling you this. So, um, so, so, Jason turns it around. Everybody's at home. They're all having the, they, we're back in the bedroom with Bess and Henry's back from Thailand. And the old girlfriend is done with, for his, with his coat
1: hangers in his suitcase. Okay. Carry on.
0: And Jason comes in and was like, okay, I'm sorry. I just freaked out, you know, and then they tell the kids about the fact that she's running for president. And I thought that was a really cute, well done scene that, that yes, kind of choked I love me that. up a little bit. Yeah. Because yeah. the girls, like, their reaction was perfect. They they knew it was happening, and they were super psyched. And that must be an exciting moment for a family, you know. Yes. Or not. I mean, I
1: exciting, terrifying, yes. but uh, but a big step, and it, and they're all involved. Yes. Yeah. So right. I, I that's, thought, that's... you know, I mean, I hope Jason takes the year off and works on the
0: campaign. I think that would be good. Or not. You know, maybe that's a not a great idea. Maybe he should do the kibbutz in Israel. But he claims he's going to. Go back to the travel agent
1: slash college counselor and just get that scholarship back. Yeah. No problem that you missed a deadline. That won't be a problem at all in TV land, Liam.
0: Yeah. Don't
1: try that in real life. Do not try that in real life. You
0: know, do not. That's all I'm saying. Do not expect that and do not try that. But uh, I enjoyed the episode. (laughs) So All right. On our binders full of blouses here, what do you got, Julie? You got anything? Well, I
1: have a new theory, Lynn, Okay, as to why the clothing is all so dull this season. Mm-hmm. I think Mike B. is going to get involved. And as soon as now that she announces her campaign, Mike B. is going to say to her, you just cannot wear those dull blouses and those baggy <laughs> pants. Uh, you just can't do it, okay? Oh. You got to put on some snappy clothes, okay? You're going to run for president. You're going to have your picture taken all day long, right? Right. So that's what I—that's I think that's what we're going to see. So okay. they have been deliberately. Because the only thing, the only other notations in my, in my notebook, my Madam Secretary notebook land is, is that as I predicted, the comfy sweaters, there were two of them. There was a white one and a tan one. Those were put on by Best to signal that she's working hard and it's a long day. She wore those. But I, I really found it unremarkable, the rest of the blouses.
0: Yeah. I mean, she had a couple of non tie blouses. So I wrote those. She did have the pretty drop earrings at the end, the diamond earrings. Those were very pretty. I thought Stevie looked adorable with her yes. new sassy hair. And just she looked really cute with her little blue jean jacket on and everything. Um, so and then Allison made the funny joke about what, the bangs. How come the bangs, they didn't yeah. use the photo with the bangs, which I thought was just perfect uh, in
1: character. with and, her. and I don't think Henry should have worn the black shirt to see the king. OK, that's that's Oh, what what, what? <laughs> no What like, would have been appropriate It was all wrong. You're supposed to wear a white shirt, Leanne. It's very formal. Oh, really? Oh. Okay, no respect there. No yeah. respect.
0: Should I have worn a Damn. cabbages and condoms t-shirt. What was the name of that restaurant there in Thailand? <laughs> yeah, that would have been fine, Leon. Okay. <laughs> One of our early Satellite Sisters giveaways, I believe. Right. There is
1: a restaurant or there was a restaurant in uh, Thailand called Cabbages and Condoms. And it was uh, (laughs) run by or owned by the Minister of Public Health, who had a major campaign uh, to, you know, for vasectomies and for birth control. And uh, and so he used to promote that in his restaurant, Cabbages and Condoms.
0: (laughs) And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) You don't, you're not getting that in any other recap podcast. It's not happening. It's not, it's not happening. That kind of insight. So, excellent.
1: Well, you brought it up, Liam. (laughs) Okay. All
0: right. We're the Satellite Sisters. We want to remind you, we produce another podcast every Tuesday. Uh, on Satellite Sisters, and uh, that includes our sister Liz. We let her talk on that show. Uh, we cover a lot of ground on that show. You never know what you're going to get. It's a variety of things. I have to say, last week, talking to Maureen Kavanaugh, um, the mother who went through opioid addiction with her daughter, I, I was so moved to talk to her, and I, I was the one talking to her, Julie. And I, I have re-listened to that interview a couple of times, because I just find her an extraordinary, um,
1: an extraordinary person. Right. She wrote a beautiful book called If You Love Me uh, is the name of her book. And it's about the journey she had with her daughter. And uh, thankfully, the good news is her daughter is 16 months sober. Mm -hmm. uh, And uh, Maureen is very involved in working with families and parents and, and caregivers that are that are dealing with this in their own families.
0: Yeah. So if, you know, if that has touched your family, you might want to check out Satellite Sisters. You can find that wherever you listen to podcasts. Tomorrow on the show, Julie, who knows what we're going to talk about? I mean, I know I'm bringing a big panda story to
1: Satellite <laughs> Sisters. I'm hoping that makes the cut. Well, Leanne, yeah, I I, I, got, I hope it does too, Leanne. Yeah. Sounds good. I, I think it has
0: Madam Secretary level implications, the band of stories. So, okay. And you have pitched a story about the Harvard admissions. Yes, we're going takes. to be
1: talking about that. There's no. a big case uh, for Harvard uh, University. Now I have, wait, 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 because of the testimony, Leon. I know how to get into Harvard University. Okay. And you, my sister, you are going to be fascinated to find out wh- what major is the one that you should say you want to be in order to go to Harvard University. Okay. I'm I'm, just going to leave it like that. All right.
0: That's a good tease. That's what we call in the business a tease, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So that's Satellite Sisters. And you can find that wherever you're listening to this podcast. Okay, Julie, I feel like you need to have a Thai foot massage and a head massage and some tea to recover from this. That was your grievances. Yeah. (laughs) Your grievances. With the Madam Secretary writing staff
1: okay i 'm alien i I compliment them when they do a good job, I, but I have to call them calling out. them out all right well that 's the way to do it all right we're the satellite sisters don 't forget call
0: your satellite sister.